you are listening to the Gourmet Pens Club podcast. This is a collective of creators and callings that bring us together. Here are your hosts, Aziza and Candice. Hello, and welcome to episode 18 of this very, very first class podcast, as I think. I'm not biased, and even if I am biased, it doesn't mean I'm wrong. So I am one of your hosts, Aziza, a.k.a. Gourmet Pens, and let's welcome my gorgeous co-host. Hi, I'm the co-host. I am Candice, a.k.a. Inks and Anchors on Instagram. We're ready for the fun, so... Let's hang out! (laughs) Wow, we cannot do it when we're not in person. Well, it was better than, you know, previous times. I know I I didn't look at all. I looked at the floor. And there's a tiny lag that is caused by our distance. So you know what? It's not our fault. That's pretty good. Yeah. Let's just go with that. So we had a hilarious and super fun last episode. Absolutely. Like we're going to continue that hilarious fun tradition. Of course. (laughs) We're carrying it on. So let's dive right into new non-pen show acquisitions. Do you want me to go first? Who came up with this topic? This was me because I first wrote new acquisitions and then I thought to myself, wait a minute, it has to be more specific because I know Candace got something in the mail. Okay. You want me to go first? I'm going to go first. Yes, go first. Okay. So I recently got these Sailor Prophet Junior sets in the shop and they are really, really cute. So it comes in three different colors. There is a red, a blue, and a white, and they're all like pearlescent bodies. I don't think there's a red, is there? I've like, been examining these. <laughs> well, I think it's like um it seems but it's, pink to me. It's called like Fox. Oh. It has a fox name. So I thought red, but hmm, interesting. You know, it's not a harsh red. It's a, okay. it's a soft, gentle, reddish tone. Okay. <laughs> this is why we need all three of them for investigative purposes. And I ended up selecting the white one. So while I was like counting them all out, I picked out the white one for myself. And this, the white one is called the Bayakuya. And so it is the Sailor Prophet with a steel nib. It comes with a converter and it comes with a really stupidly cute 10 mil bottle of ink and it's their dual shading ink like the one that shades differently on different papers i think that's called the yaramiku <gasps> thank you yes <laughs> yes that is so far we've come up with two names for babble bombs because i'm not entirely sure the biakuya yeah, what do you, how did you pronounce it? Bayakuya? Bayakuya? Well, let's make a note of that. Maybe we should ask somebody yeah, like, how you properly pronounce we it. We have no idea what we're doing. <laughs> and now that you mentioned it, I really don't know. So I'm going to just call it the white pearlescent the set. White. <laughs> that sounds good. <laughs> and the, the great thing about this set, because I do have the original sets in the shop. So they had the clear pens with really cute, like, sticker like decals on them let's just say cute prints on them. yes <laughs> and they were clear but they had the matching like 10 mil bottle of ink in like a polar bear a swan and a swimmer and then the second round was really cute so it was a baby rabbit with a mother rabbit oh. baby anteater with an, a mother anteater and then a golfer <laughs> 
I'm I'm not a golfer, so who, co- who comes up with these things? Truly, I, just, I, I could have thought of something better, but the the other ones are super cute. So when these ones came out, I thought, oh, I absolutely need to get these for the shop. Wink, wink, nudge, we, nudge, aka for myself. So I don't really know if it counts as a new acquisition because I took it out of inventory for myself. Well, you did buy it. Right? I did. I did. So <laughs> it's true. And it's really unique compared to the other ones because this one does not have a medium fine nib. This is a steel fure nib. So for like brush strokes. I yes. I so I borrowed yours. Yes, and you did. I see on the but I think on the nib it does say MF. But so I think it's a regular MF nib that they fudeed, if that's such oh. a word. Not that that makes a difference. And I did not try reverse writing on it, actually. I just did. I was just enjoying the fude side of the nib right, so much right. that I didn't even bother turning it around to see if it actually wrote on the flip side. But oh. it is. Um, it was a pleasure to write with. Oh, you're right. Look at that. It says medium fine on it. Okay. Yeah. So maybe the reverse writing would be just a medium fine. If it wrote if it on works. the reverse. I'm not sure. Yeah. Because yeah. not all, they don't always write on the reverse, but it's very pretty. They're really nice. And the fact that they come in a set, I think is very cool. Oh yeah. That ink bottle is so cute. The ink was very pretty because it actually shows up as a grayish purpley kind of color on right in my hobonichi which is tomoe river 52 gsm i think right yeah. it's still the old and then on thicker paper like um the Leustrum, mm-hmm. is that how you pronounce it yes it is actually <laughs> there you go it shows up more as a greeny kind of green gray shading kind of ink ah the dual it's- shade yeah, so um, it was really cool. I think just for that, people should buy the set because the bottle has that. Like it's the, super the ink cute. It's very cute. Like, and, and I also think I also think those colors are a lot nicer than the current Yaramaku Yaramek. I don't know how to pronounce that. I'm so sorry. I guess Sailor comes out with a release of a bunch of different inks, and yeah. the whole um, marketing concept is that these inks look different depending on the type of paper that you're using. Right. And that's kind of cool because you don't really know how it's going to look until you try it on different papers. And I recently purchased two of them of the most recent release, and I'm not even going to try and pronounce the name of it. I was waiting for that. I was like, all right. I'll link to it. But they're interesting because they do indeed have different colors depending on the paper that you're doing, but it doesn't have the dual shading concept, like the chromo shading, like this one does. So I find that this one that I borrowed from you and I I inked it up, however you pronounce it, not only does it look different on different uh, papers, but it also has that dual shading quality to it. Oh, So it's kind of like two in one because you're getting like multiple aspects, very complicated ink i think so they paired it really well with the food nib definitely okay so shameless self-promotion they're only 72 canadian dollars for the set in my shop gourmetpenshop.com check the new arrivals just saying it is your podcast uh, so and it is your shop so feel free to do that right it's okay but that's all i got that's it that's 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 it wow that's after last weekend (laughs) yeah well let's not think about let's not rehash that right now i paid my credit card bill and it was embarrassing. I embarrassed myself. <laughs> I was like, what on earth is this? So anyway, please distract me from my own shame. So as for non-pen show acquisitions, I have one is not really an acquisition per se because it was a trade. 
Does that count as an acquisition? It's a new to me um, pen, but it's a trade. Okay. It was. I feel tra- like that's not. I, mean, I feel like it's a new acquisition, but it's not really an addition to what it's, you own. It's definitely not an addition in terms of the numbers. So I did not. I automatically got rid of a pen in getting right. this pen. Right. So okay. so that so I have that, and then I had a new acquisition. So the first one, and and both of these are from my dealer. <laughs> Slack. I'll call her that. Yes. Love goes onion on. That's Emily. Emily on Slack. Yes. She's very dangerous. You you are dangerous. I know. She has, she's very dangerous because I think we have the same taste in pens. Yes. Which is horrible because does this kind of clearing out of her pens to make room for new pens. That alone is dangerous because then she has all these beautiful pens come up for sale and then she's always pricing them very reasonably. And like, a lot of times, tempting. I know a lot of, a lot of times they are, no, don't make it expensive. Because <laughs> Never mind. Cause then Candace won't buy them. I know. And a lot of times they're barely used if at all used. So mm. anyway, I, um, I, I don't know how, I think I've bought at least five pens from her in the last few months, right? Since 2023 started, I think. <laughs> That was only like four, five months ago. I know. It's okay, embarrassing. We're the year. No, that's okay. It's reasonable. I know. Well, I mean, it's always one in, one out. Thankfully, I am sticking to that. But yeah. so anyway, anyway, the one that I traded, I actually was not even tempted at the beginning. So she said, oh, you know, you have this pen that would you be interested in a trade? And she showed me a picture of like six pens. And... I thought, oh, yeah, yeah, no, 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 I, I'm okay, I'm okay, I don't really need it. And I said, no, I don't, none of them's really speaking out to me. And then I immediately messaged her and said, what was that second one from the right? And so she sent me a video and it was just interesting enough because I'm trying to have different colored pens in my collection and as, as a way of trying to, you know, pare down and make, keep my collection reasonable because otherwise I would have a million turquoise and purple pens, right? Right, right. And pink pens, of course, too. So it's just trying to limit that. And if I have trying to limit blanks of the same color or similar colors, right? So Okay, yeah. So you're really getting down to the like nitty gritty of your curation. Well, yes, I am. But please remember that statement when I talk to you about my next pen. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> this one that, that caught my eye kind of, you know, at the second glance, it's a blank from Stormwinds. As okay. you know, I love Stormwinds blanks pens. And the pen was made by Russ Pens. It is a green gold purple the gold is not as prominent as the green and the purple in the pen okay and i'm not even a green person like green and red are the f- two colors that i have the fewest of in my collection although i right. prefer green over red but this one was just the combination of the way it was and of course there's sparkles in it because it's a storm and pen okay, it has an ink window made of amazonite and i don't even know if that's a storm wind material or a Mackenzie. I don't know whose material that is, if that's hers, but it looks like Coke bottle, you know, a green Coke bottle, clear. Oh, yes. Yes. In the ink window. And it matches beautifully with the rest of the pen. And I really, really like it. And I actually, the reason why I did not catch my eye at first is the shape of the pen, as you know, you and I think are the same on this. We don't love the cigar shaped pens mm-hmm. for the custom pens. We like the flatter tops, but this one has a little yes. bit of a conical shape on top, okay. which is kind of, which is fine. And and I, you know, I don't mind it, but I do prefer the flat end. So at first yeah. I thought, oh, I'll just get it and I'll enjoy it and I'll probably sell it. And maybe I will. But when I first got it, I went, whoa, this is, first of all, it's a really well-made pen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When you when you have a pen and you can tell that it's really well made. 
it just looks stunning in person. So anyway, that's one of two new acquisitions that are not pen show acquisitions. So Would that you was like the trade. Tell you? Is that correct? Correct. You oh, want yeah. me to tell you about okay. the second one? Oh, absolutely. Well, the second one, remember how I said I'm trying not to have the same materials or I, I'm don't I won't don't have the same materials or at least the same colors because that's one way of curating. Mm-hmm. Well, this one, this one, <laughs> this one was made by Little Pen Designs, and okay. the main body of the material is called Easy to Love Anthem. And I don't know if you recall, but I have an Easy to Love pen already, and that one was an Eowyn by Mayfair. But this is oh, different. It's, oh, it's actually the same. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for encouraging me. So, no, totally. So Jennifer from Storm and Blanks, I think one night she had this, I don't know, itch to be inspired by, I think it was an album cover of something, I think a song called Easy to Love. I'm, I'm not entirely sure that I'm, I'm remembering it correctly, but I think it was an album cover that had a bunch of these colors and it was like pink and orange slash coral and baby blue. And there might have been other colors in it, but the, that's, those are the primary colors. And she created three, I think it was three different pores of the same types of colors. And so one of them was just called Easy to Love. One of them was called Easy to Love Anthem. And she has a way of naming her blanks. I'm sure she has a system. I don't really know and follow. So the anthems must have a particular characteristic, just like she has, she has blanks called Pegasus Feather Collection. And I don't know what that is. And you know how she her, does have, she does have, yeah. I would say rules, so to speak, yeah. of how she names things and how they are categorized. It's right. fascinating. Yeah. And I haven't really had a chance to study it or ask her sort of how it's, and the th- same thing with anthems. I think there are a bunch of different blanks that fall under that category as an anthem. And I don't mm-hmm. know what it is, but so this one, the, the one that I had before the easy to love is opaque. And all the colors are very rich and very saturated. It seems even right. the baby blue color seems saturated, if that makes sense. It's just more opaque, I think, just like a solid, lovely, amazing swirl of materials. I just can't explain it. It was just gorgeous. And this one, there is no baby blue. It's more coral, orange, pink, but lighter and softer, but a little bit transparent and with sparkles. So the first one that I have had had like shimmer, not sparkles, whereas this one has sparkles. Completely different, even though the ah. same colors. Yeah. They look amazing together. They look great as a pair. And the cap is made from mint creme or something like that. It's a, a solid kind of opaque kind of uh, color. But the finial has that anthem, easy to love anthem, and the rest of the body has it. So it's it's beautifully done. The section is made of that mint creme. It's just a nice combination of materials that Joe from Little Pen Designs did. I don't know if he designed it or if Emily designed it originally. I don't know how she let that go, but I snatched that baby up as soon as as soon as she listed. I think it took me under a minute to say, I'll take it, right? So no regrets whatsoever. It is and wait, nice wait one. till you, I've inked it. Like immediately I inked it and wait till you see the ink that I have in it. It's perfect. I was a little bit concerned that I would not be able to find a perfect ink for it, but I did. Pesh? No. <gasps> Although that would be pretty close. I actually inked it with octopus um, fluids, living coral. Oh, uh, do you, do you know that? Nice. Do you know that one? It's when it first comes out of the pen, it's quite coral colored, like coral peachy light orange coral but once it dries it has shades of pink in it actual pink and it's kind of it's more obvious than you know uh sailor manuel sakura is it sakura 
Yeah, the uh, one that's yeah, orangey, yeah. orangey pink. Yeah. But the, it's kind of that one, it seems to be a little bit, I don't know, watered down is what I can describe that Sailor Manual color. It seems thinner. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. And this one is not like that. Anyway, I'll post pictures between now and the time that this episode gets published. I'm pretty yeah. sure I'll be posting pictures. And so I put it in uh, the nib I have is a Sailor Signature nib. So oh, that's signature, a good idea. Yeah. So the signature nibs are. I think a fairly new addition to the pilot nib collection, or at least I think they were discontinued a while back and they were recently reintroduced. Right. It's not a broad, it's not a double broad. It's, I can, I think it's, I'm going to say it's a little bit wider than a broad, but not it as It is, but as it's not broad. as broad as a double broad or a coarse. And it's a little more shaped. Shaped. That's right. It's yeah. not, it's not just a round shape. It's kind of like a, it's not even a, I don't know how to describe it. Is it, it's not a like, cursive italic or anything. A fat cursive it stubby? I don't know. It's not even not stubby. Even. It's it's so hard really to, hard to describe. But it's I find it very comfortable. And as you know, I'm not a big broad, just a regular broad nib person. I know. How are we friends, right? I, don't. I truly don't. I like broad nibs if they're an architect. Even a cursive italic, I, would, I don't mind because it gives my it just I write neater, I find. But with the signature nib, I really like the way it writes. Yes. And I like the way my handwriting looks and it's nice and juicy and bro- anyway, the whole experience has been fabulous. So your new acquisition is quite special. It is very special. I really want to try it. I mean, I just want to fondle it. I don't want to steal it or anything. Of course, I know. I mean, yeah, you had that look in in your eye, like the yoink look. The yoink look, like it was a little. Do I have yoinky. to give this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was a little yoinky. I was like, ooh, what's this? <laughs> And I'm clearly being super sensible over here with my acquisitions if we ignore the fact that I spent $500 at Plotter. Um, speaking than, of, speaking, oh, of, yeah, have, speaking of, have you, I want to know, Aziza, the listener land wants to know, have you actually used your Plotter yet? In a fashion. Okay, you have to uh, explain so- that. <laughs> So what I have done, if you have listened to episode 17, you will know that I have a Bible size and a mini five size. And I first got the Bible size and then I went to peruse the plotter paper and which was a terrible idea. And that's how I ended up with the mini five because I was like, oh, this is so cute. I totally don't need it. I'll take it. (laughs) The mini five... (laughs) I'm laughing because I'm so embarrassed by myself. The mini five (laughs) is in... Another pouch. Oh, yeah. Which is in my purse. So, to get to the mini five, I have to find the larger pouch, which is larger than the mini five, which is very effective, unzip it, remove my mini five, remove the band around it, take the pen out of the little pen holder, and write. Okay. So, that's which you're never, do, you're never going to do that. Well, I know it's there. Okay. <laughs> I know it's there and it's all set up with cute little accessories and I have business cards in case I ever need to be a boss lady. So they're in there. And uh, no, I haven't used it yet because I have no life and I'm basically a hermit and I don't really leave the house. So, uh, but for the Bible size, that one is also set up beautifully, very tidy, very organized. I haven't written any yet. Oh dear. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing feels worthy. Just do it. 
Remember, you can always rip the page out and throw it away. I know, but I'm like, okay, do I write this in my hobo weeks? Do I write this in just a plain notebook? Like, do I write this in my postal code? The problem is I have too many options. Well, okay, I get it. But yeah, you need to get rid of some of the options. So I immediately stopped using my hobo, my Hobonichi A6, which was my sort of planner for my to-do list and all that. I immediately stopped using it for that and just use it as a notebook and just to write nonsense in if I need to, right? Yeah. And I like doing that because it's a nice size. It's an ASIC size. I can just carry it around, Mm -hmm. you know, different locations or if I'm going out, which of course I'm like you, I never do go out. But um but my Bible size has been fully broken in. I have it all sectioned off in different categories. I have my work to do list, my personal to do list. I've got things I want to keep track of, things I need to like I have a page that I inks I need to swatch because I um I recently went through an ink buying binge and that doesn't seem after at all after a long time of no ink purchases i might add so i um bought a bunch of inks and i want to swatch them so i kept track of that anyway suffice it to say my bible is fully functional and i use it every day i open it up and i look at it and you know to get organized the mini five i have used I well, so last week when I was in Chicago, I stayed on afterwards because I had a work thing to go to, and it actually came in handy. And I used it every day while I was because I was actually going out and I had it in my purse. And when I thought of something, I pulled it out and then I started writing in it little notes. So the way I'm using it is, I think, is how the plotter founder gave this little seminar at uh, Chicago right. on plotters. Yes. And I did. We didn't attend the seminar, but I heard from others what he was saying, and he said that he created the. Well, how is it? He created the Bible size because he found that the A5, which is tucked away in his briefcase, was hard to kind of access and write notes in, and so he wanted something that he could put at the side of his briefcase and just take it out and write notes. And then, of course, that's not very portable because you have to have your briefcase. And if you're a guy, you kind of just want something who doesn't carry like a a saddlebag or something like that on the person or messenger bag yeah. would need to put something in their coat pocket or suit pocket. And so the mini um, was created for that purpose. And the way that that's used by him was to use it as an inbox almost. So carry it around, make notes in it, and then transfer the information in that when he gets back to his office into the organized Bible or A5 or however, whatever he uses as a main organizer for his life. Right. And that made sense to me because I too was wondering how the heck am I going to use this mini plotter that I purchased? <laughs> yes, like, to being you. cute. <laughs> thank you for having an answer for us. <laughs> so um, that's how I've been using it. And also when I was, you know, out and about and I just had a few minutes instead of, you know, mindlessly scrolling on social media, I was just actually doodling and just kind of and it calmed me down at the same time, like, you know, just to, I just did a bit of doodling as I was waiting and I had my little mini plotter to do that in. So there you go. Oh, just okay. do it, Aziza. Just write in it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's ready. I literally have my Bible plotter right here next to me so that I can make a list of things that I need to do and should have done probably three weeks ago. So I could put it in the very front of my plotter and say, Ziza, you dummy, do this stuff ASAP. But I haven't actually, I mean, I've opened it and looked inside. Okay. That's so, step I mean, one. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Okay, I, so like, I like I how ne- you use yours. I need to ask. Do you have that to-do list somewhere anyway? I do. Okay, that's good. So it's in about 
10 pages in my postal co and about 20 pages in my Philofax, neither of which I have opened for about a month and a half. Oh, awesome. (laughs) No, so you can tell that I'm really well suited to life. And I'm super successful and my parents are really proud of me. (laughs) So, um, okay, now that you have your plotters and you are actually making use of yours like a sensible human being, what is it about the plotters that you feel is better for your use than like a Hobonichi or um, like the Traveler's Notebook, like something else? Like, Is there something about it? Yeah, I mean... So first of all, it's the rings are smaller, which would seem to be counterintuitive as to its use. But I find that because the rings are smaller, I can then take it with me. Because if it's something is too bulky, I will not will not take it with me. I also don't like to have something that bulky on my desk either, because my desk actually isn't that huge. And so I kind of need the space to have I have it open to my to do list on my desk. And if it's an A5 size or if it's too thick, it just gets in the way. Like I just get really frustrated and I want to pitch it, right? (laughs) Because it's, because it's just in my way. So I like the size of the rings because they're, I don't know, three quarter inch or I don't know. Really tiny. Yeah. They're really tiny. Yet at the same time, I can have so many, I, I can't remember what the stats are that how many pages you can fit in. I guess it all depends on how many dividers and stuff you have in there. Yeah, it depends on your stuff in there, but not a lot. Not a lot, but enough. So I have, I like the little, they have these project folders that you can use to organize different sections and Mm -hmm. have it all together. Um, I just like the fact that it's a six ring system that you can move around and organize and get rid of pages that are garbage or are outdated or, and when I say get rid of them, you can either throw them out if they're not, if you don't need to keep them or archive them in perhaps your Filofax binder that you're not using, you can store it in there. Because the six ring Bible size is a standard six ring kind of personal size that might fit. Oh, personal size. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Candace. So yeah. maybe I need a Filofax personal. I hate my life so no, much. No, no. What am I doing? <laughs> I don't think no. I said that. <laughs> That's what I heard though. I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, the hobo you can't do that with. Obviously, it's all bound together in a book. Right. And, um, right. I love the paper and I've been able to kind of use the weeks in a fashion, but not really because you miss so many days and and things. I mean, that's the advantage of this, right? You you use every single piece of paper and you're not going to skip pages. Maybe if I had a diary, I don't have the diary in there and I don't, know if I need the diary. Well, I I have the the A5 weekly agenda and monthly agenda for the plotter in my Filofax, which I haven't touched in weeks. Okay. So, um, (laughs) yeah, I don't think that that's, hmm. you know what the problem is? I am not a functional human being. No, 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 no. I think, I think the problem is you, you just, you haven't decided on one system. Yeah. And using it. So I think you just yeah. have to use the plotter yeah. and transfer all the information from elsewhere yeah. <laughs> into, <laughs> into the plotter and then close everything else up and use it yes. not to organize your life, but differently. So use the file effects maybe to archive. So it just stores stuff. Yeah. That, um, that one is reasonable. Yeah. Yes. Use the postal code. Maybe you should describe what the postal code is. We haven't really gone into description except for laughing at the fact that our beautiful producer, Chi, 
showed us her postal code that she purchased in Japan several years ago. And it, they were not really popular in North America at the time. And we were like, oh, what is this? I don't even remember her showing it to me. <laughs> Three years uh, later, we have like this small hoard of them. And she's like, what the heck, man? I told you guys about them. No, you didn't. Why didn't you tell us? <laughs> she came over and she started, she opened up her little postal code. And I thought, what is that? We all went, what is that? It just like clicked one day, right? Yeah. And so describe it. It is a little snap pad that comes in like A5, A6, uh, and A4. And it is like a hardback and it has two holes so that you can put kind of like a binder because it snaps closed and you can remove the pages. So you could put your pages in and it's really handy for taking out with you because it's a hardback. You could write easily on it. And because it's different sizes, it's very, you can have the A6 for Personally, I use my A6 for pen meets. I used my A5 previously for trying to organize my life, which was obviously a failure. And I have an A4 just because I like the color of it. <laughs> <laughs> but they are, they're very interesting. They are made in Japan. And I do very much like the simplicity of them. It's very low stress. I really like mine. I haven't actually used my A5 yet. I know, right? It's Aziz is giving me a what the heck face. That must be the, oh, it must be the look I have in my face when you said you haven't even used your plotter yet. Okay, but I've had my <laughs> plotter for less time than you've had your Postal Co. A5. Well, I just haven't had a chance to, to <laughs> if you recall, I got that before I left for Florida and I didn't take it with me. So for many, many oh, months, I didn't have it with me. I did take that's the, true. I did take the A6 with me to Florida. Right. And I, lo I love the A6. The A6 is, like you said, a great size to carry yes. it around for pen meets. And I actually have that on my desk for, you'll see, I'll do Instagram posts on it because you can use tons. You can use whatever paper you want. You can create paper, just, you know, pole punch it, put it in. And yes. so I actually have different types of paper in my postal co. I have Onion Skin and Cosmo and Tomoe River and... Sometimes when I want to try out some inks, I will fish out from my postal code the particular paper that I want to try it out and just use it. And then I just throw it away, the piece of paper. It's so oh, that's beautiful. It's so liberating, right? Just I think write on it and throw it away. Yeah, you're stuck yeah. With it, and you're that's like, right. Okay, I can I can tear this page out. Or I know. I can just continue using this notebook, and I can't finish. Fall. I know I can't finish the notebook, and I yeah, the stress is it's it's real, right? <laughs> with notebooks, we're gonna. This is gonna become like the anti notebook podcast. <laughs> no, no, maybe. <laughs> yeah, we're going to become like a pro. Oh, I was gonna say a pro whole podcast, but that doesn't sound right. No, <laughs> a pro like. <laughs> Removable pages podcast. Yes. I'm so yes. sorry, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Interesting. So that is a use for my postal code as well. That I I just have that to, and just to make quick notes. And if I want to leave a note for somebody, I have it in yes, my postal code. So yeah. the main thing too that I like about my the postal code is it's a snap pad, but when you'll see the pictures, you can see it what I mean, but it snaps the paper down. Yes. And also the cover snaps in place so that you have a neat little notebook and it's not the front cover is not loose, if you know what I mean. So your pages don't get damaged. Like it's almost like a holder, like a journal. Holder. Yeah, yeah. But like it snaps page. but it snaps in place so that it's not a loose, you know, it's not loose in your bag and it's not right. just like the plotter. To me, I would never use the plotter without the band around it 
oh. to hold it closed. Right. Because if it's not held closed in your briefcase or bag or what have you, then yeah. it all gets the risk of having crap shoved in between the pages. Yeah. yeah, for sure. For sure. Don't oh. violate my plotter. Is that the title of our episode? <laughs> I think that's a good one because I, when I bought my plotters, I know we're talking about plotters constantly, but clearly this is the new thing in our <laughs> world. When I bought my Bible plotter, I did not buy that elastic band that, that closes it. And I realized that, oh, this thing is going to flop open or if I exactly. have a bag at a funny angle. Yes. And then I went back and then they were sold out at the size of band closure I needed. So I bought a different size that actually works out really well. And I discovered a whole new thing. So (laughs) I totally understand. And I think what I'm going to do when we're done recording is I am going to make my to-do list for the week in my stupid plotter. Yes. (laughs) I'm going to write in it. It's ready to go. I have a pen in the little pen loop. It's, It's ready. It's just sitting there just waiting to be plotted. Plotted upon. <laughs> Plottered upon. Uh, anyway, so that's our post-Chicago Pen Show update, right? Yes. I don't think I have anything else. No, we've we've exhausted our plotter experience. And I think we should do something fun like a battle bomb. That sounds really good. It's been a few weeks. It's been been a a few few weeks, weeks, right? And there's no reason that we haven't done it except for the fact that we didn't plan well enough and we're lazy. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) We're going to do a battle bomb. Babble bomb. Welcome to the Babble Bomb segment. This is just a little piece of the podcast where we have some fun and learn a little bit about other languages and cultures. Today's word is the name of a Pannonia Shimmer Ink, and I'm going to spell it. Um, and I don't know what these accents are on top of the uh, uh, It's uh, an letters. accent, uh, aigu. Uh, is it an aigu in this language, too? I think so. Yeah, I believe so. Oh, in this language. Oh. I know the... F- yeah, right? Yeah. So anyway, F-E-H-E with an accent on top. That looks like an accent you, but <laughs> R. And then the last word is S-Z, because I'm Canadian, but Z, or you're uh, the you Americans. S-Z-A-T-E with an accent again. Same accent. N. <laughs> okay, I'm going to tell you a tiny little bit about what this item is. This is an original Pannonia product who I absolutely love. I mean, I love Pannonia and carry a lot of Pannonia products in the shop. This is a liquid shimmer. And the idea is that you can use this liquid shimmer to elevate a variety of inks. So Pannonia inks, but you can also mix your shimmer colors. Which oh. is, so, right? It's, it's, it's like build your own shimmer ink, but in a beautiful way that's already set up for you. And this particular color is a satiny white. It's very beautiful, very elegant. And as we prepare for hearing a friend give this name an attempt at pronunciation, our beautiful, sweet, very wise producer forgot half the name. (laughs) (laughs) So we only have the second half of the name, but we didn't want to forego the babble bomb. So let's just hear their attempt at the second half of the name, which is, which is the S word, and then we will hear the full pronunciation anyway, and then Candace and I will try not to butcher it when we pronounce it ourselves. That's right. So this is S-Z-A-T-E-N. Correct. Uh, could you do me a favor and read these words and tell me how you think they are pronounced? Uh, Pannonia 
Zatin or Pannonia Zatin. Okay. That's actually better than what I think I would have done. I know. I don't think I would have been able to do. Well, who knows? Let's hear what it's actually. Yeah. Let's hear the real thing. That's right. Okay. And a huge thank you to Pannonia, who actually provides the correct pronunciations for all their products, which I think is beautiful. Pannonia Fehir Satin. Pannonia Fehir Satin. I don't. I don't even want to try it. I'm not. I'm not going to do it again. Okay, I'm going to try. <laughs> Pannonia Fehir Satin. She has yeah. this beautiful like element to her voice that I cannot mimic. Yeah, the diction or the yeah, yes, it's, it's just so lovely, right? Elegant. It's just classy. It just matches particularly what the shimmer is. So <laughs> anyway, it's a lot of fun, and I really appreciate that Pannonia provides the correct pronunciation so we could try to not butcher their beautiful inks and products that's right that was beautiful thank you so much to the wonderful souls who make effort to pronounce things for us and then i think we should wrap up because i realize with great embarrassment that we have talked about plotter for like 75 percent of another episode (laughs) Yeah, we have. So we're not, we're not going to do that again, I swear, possibly. No, I think we're, we've exhausted this topic. Yes, and, and we've explored what we wanted to explore. And if there's any updates, they will be brief and informative in the future. <laughs> we are always brief and informative, so uh, I, don't, I don't know what you mean. But <laughs> always. And on that note, we're going to briefly excuse ourselves from this podcast. <laughs> Uh, thank you all so much for listening. I am Aziza, aka Gourmet Pens, Gourmet Pens Shop, Gourmet Pens Club. I'm all over the internets doing Gourmet, pen, gourmet Pens things. Gourmet, gourmet doing pen. Gourmet Pens things. And Candice, please tell us where we can find you. And I am Inks and Anchors on Instagram. Yes, I'm on YouTube as well, but not... not. <laughs> But not she yet, really. I, admits it. I have been so busy. I have not had a chance to even think about That's okay. that. So I, I haven't updated my YouTube in a month and a half. I took a break. I'm going to get back to it. So we're going to both dive in back to our YouTube channels. Yes, Probably possibly. not with plotter information. <laughs> Hopefully not. Thank you so much. We will see you guys next time. Wait, Thanks, everyone. Talk yes. Talk Bye. to you. Bye. Questions, comments, or suggestions? Shoot us a message at gourmetpensclub at gmail.com. And if you like what you hear, please give us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Sticker, like decals on them? Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Has... I really appreciate that Pannonia provides the correct pronunciation so we could try to not butcher their beautiful inks and products. That's right. Even though we forget some of the words. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) But it's totally fine because I would have gotten it wrong regardless. (laughs) All the time. Plotters are going to, they're going to be like, I don't, I don't want to hear about plotters anymore.